Have you ever gone through a rough season? A season or point in place of time where the size of your mountain was difficult to measure in contrast to the size of your faith. Where you've prayed and trusted God, but things seem to get worse instead of getting better. Well, I want to encourage you. We've all been through those times. We've all known those seasons. And part of the problem is we measure time in a linear fashion. And God has looks through the glass of time through eternity realms, through the lens that looks in the scope of both heaven and the immense expanse of it. And on our timetable, it can often appear that God is not answering. But I want to remind you, God's always faithful to his word. He's never left us. He never, never forsakes us. He's always faithful to perform his word. I want to thank you for tuning in to Hope Now tonight with Rome Street Church of God. This is Pastor Sturgill. And uh, tonight's viewing is going to be a little bit different in the fact that uh, the Holy Spirit moved in our service uh, actually the last several weeks, but he moved again Sunday in a very powerful way as we began to lift up songs of praise and worth and declare his majesty in our pres in the presence of the Lord, his presence magnified through us and he touched and ministered and blessed a lot of people. Now it's virtually every church's custom to edit that part out and, and not show the supernatural in operation. But after much prayer and considering uh, of, of, of what portions of the service to air to you, I actually want to spend time on giving all glory to God on what he did in our midst Sunday. If every church in North America, if we could get to the agenda, to the place of disposition, that our goal was to make sure that everyone had an encounter with the presence of God Almighty, I think we would all be better off. I believe that's what this generation is crying out for, for an authentic experience with God. One that's free from the formats of what we often do called religion. One that is free from constraints and many uh, elements of condemnation and judgment and fear and insecurity, but rather just avail ourselves to God and let him reveal himself strong to us. That's what's been happening here at Rome Street. And so tonight's program is just going to give you a glimpse of portions of that. We can't show the service in its entirety in this time slot. And I don't want, I do want to protect the entities and their individuality. And uh, so they won't be, those moments will not be shown. But you'll see how the presence of God is hovering in on our church. As we've been praying, we've been seeking, we've been asking God to reveal himself strong and mighty to our generation one more time before the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I want to invite you in, sit back, relax, take a few moments, breathe this in, and allow the spirit of the living Lord to touch you tonight as well. Three of y'all just stand wherever you are. Right, right there. Can you just stand up, the three of you? Chloe, this is up for you to say, not me. But as a prophet of the Lord and your pastor, the hand and calling of God is upon your life. 
to do more than just sing. You will preach, teach, publish, and defend the word of God. And God will use you to affect change in your generation and in mine. If you'll allow the Lord to use your life and submit to his will and his plans and not your plans. And mom and dad, let me address you. Don't try to navigate her life anymore. There is something holy. There is something sovereign that our box can't contain. You, will, you watch what God does in her life the next six months to a year. And we're going to look back and we're not going to recognize the timid Chloe. But we're going to see a, a young woman, not a little girl, a young woman in pursuit of the call of God upon her life. And don't you dare be afraid to trust God with what it looks like. You can, you can boost her into higher dimensions. Or you can put an invisible cap and ceiling upon her and restrict what God wants to do through her. I'm going to tell you as your pastor, I'm going to tell you as a fellow Christian in Christ, and I'm telling you as a prophet, let God do it. Can we just, uh, I know this isn't normal, but I'm at nauseum with church as normal. I'm 46 years old. I know how to do church as normal without opening my eyes. I want to walk with God that where I go, He goes. And I don't go where He isn't. I want us to stretch our hands and our faith towards these three. God's doing something right now in a supernatural realm. Holy Spirit, sovereign and living Lord. We know that your hand is upon Mark. We know that it's upon Jamie. We know that it's upon Chloe. And Heavenly Father, we recognize as the portion of the body of Christ that you have entrusted us with the stewardship of a young soul that may not understand the call of God but feels the call of God. So God, help us to nurture her faith to guard her and to protect her, but yet also give her opportunities to grow in a place of grace and understanding and forgiveness, knowing that she wakes up and goes to bed every day with the tension and the pull, as all of us do, between spirit and flesh. So, God, we will help both the spirit and the flesh. God, to see all the things that you have for her to experience as your kingdom is advanced through this family in Jesus name if you're in agreement can we give the Lord praise for that I've got my message I'm going to do a Holy Ghost walk is that all right if it ain't all right go to Shoney's love you see you next week because you're not going to stop me today you're not going to discourage me today I've been waiting a year and a half on a service like this. I've been praying and fasting for a year and a half for a day like this. You're not going to stop me today. The word of the living Lord is true, Helen. And it is faithful. And though it tarry, you wait for it. It's not going to tarry. He's going to show up. Keith, he's going to show up. I don't know why you made the Lord tarry and wait on you so long. 
But I'm so glad you finally give in. He's chased you a hot minute or three. But I'm so glad you let him find you. And you let him catch up. God's not done with you, Keith. You listen to this man of God. All the hell you and the devil put yourself through. You need to know that God is a God of restoration. You need to know that God is a God that redeems. He covers my sin. And my Bible tells me that he cast them as far as the east is from the west. Never to be remembered remembered against me anymore. Oh, now I remember them. And the devil for sure remembers them. Because he reminds me of them as often as I let him. But Keith, the hand of God is on you. And I'm believing that God is going to continue to transform your life. We already don't recognize the man we met six months ago. But there's even more. God wants to restore and heal and repair and renew even more. So don't stop where you are. You keep trusting God. And you keep fighting your battles just the way you did this morning. And this man won't even recognize his brother. That mama won't recognize who that son is. He is in the room. I'm just going to wait on him. This makes you uncomfortable. Good. This makes you anxious and nervous. Good. Because if your, your humanity can meet sovereignty and not be changed, you've reached a place that he, he's ineffective in your life. Can we just seek the Lord for about 30 seconds? I'm not going to get ahead of God and I'm not going to be behind him. I want to be sensitive to what? To his spirit and what he's doing in this moment. Holy Spirit of the living God, give us courage to believe you with a faith unwavering and a resolve and steadfastness that's immovable, unshakable, unchangeable. Grant us courage. Grant us courage in this room while we're in your presence. Grant us courage to believe you, trust you, have confidence that you're working out all things for our good. Okay, here's what we're going to do. The word courage is just, it's just, just leaping, jumping up and down in my spirit. And if you're here this morning and you've been asking and trying to trust God for a thing, but you've not seen the fulfillment of it yet, the spirit of the Lord is here to give you courage to keep going, to keep pressing, 
to keep trying, to keep believing. Because though the vision tarry, it's not tarrying. The Spirit of the Lord would say to you, you are on the brink of your miracle. You are on the threshold. You are at the door of your breakthrough. And the enemy has thrown everything against you to feel discouraged and defeated. And to get you to quit before you get there. The Spirit of the Lord is here to give you courage. If that's you, I want you to stand up wherever you are. And we're just going to say a prayer over you. And we're going to proceed with the service. We'll do this quickly. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to come to you unless the Lord changes my mind. But I want to pray that the spirit of courage be strong and courageous in the Lord. If that's you, I want you to stand. Amen. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. The word, God of tell, the word of God tells us that when the enemy comes in like a flood, that the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against this. I need to explain what the standard is. When kings and their palaces would come to town... His hosts, his delegation, would raise a flag there at the highest point of the temple or his dwelling or his palace or tower. And when the king was there, the flag was at full mast. So that all who encompassed it and round about, everybody knew that the king was in town. Everyone knew that he's there, he's present, he is there, he's in charge. He's here. He's not away. He's not distant. He's not at another location. He is here in the building. That what we would call flag is what they called a standard. So when the word of God says that when the enemy comes in at you like a flood and you're overwhelmed. And you don't know up from down and down from up. And you don't even know where to begin. And you have no more words to speak. You have really nothing else left to pray or to say. When the enemy comes in, you know what God promised you he would do? He would come in just like that army and with those chariots. And they would come and they would say, the king is coming. The king is coming. The king is coming. And they would announce and the staff would go and ascend to the highest point. And they would raise the standard it would be the emblem and signature mark of the king so that all who went by they would know who is in the house they would lift the standard they would lift the banner they would roll the flag up and pull it to full mast and say the king is here do you know what your bible is telling you that when the enemy comes in like a flood he'll lift up a standard that means the king has come and where their king is there will be ultimate authority and the enemy is defeated he will lift up a standard and say you have no authority you have no dominion here this is mine this child is mine this situation this territory is mine and I am in the room and you have no authority against the child of God now here's what I want you to do look at me real quick those of you standing up 
I want you to put your arms out in receiving mode as if I'm getting ready to lay a big box in your, in your arms. And you're going to, in just a moment, we're all going to pray. Everyone is going to pray. We're going to pray. Children too. Everyone's going to pray. And you're going to begin to feel the weightiness of God's presence. But the warmth of His presence. It's going to begin to invade your heart. And you're going to experience the love and the transforming courage of Almighty God. Close your eyes. Folks, I want us to lift up a prayer in faith. And those of you who are standing, say, Lord. Come on, say, Lord, by your Spirit, give me your courage. Holy Spirit of the living one. Come on, saints, let's pray for those that are standing. God, in the name of Jesus, envelop us by your power and your Spirit. May they feel and sense and know the weightiness, God, of your glory. And the weightiness of your presence. And the strength and the boldness of your courage. God and I pray as they ingest and breathe in the presence of... Uh, there it is. There it is. There it is. It's happening. If you'll receive it, it's here. It's here. Holy Spirit of the living God, blow in this place. There it is. There's courage. There's courage. There it is. God, we receive it. We receive your courage to believe and trust. Hallelujah. Lord, we receive courage. God, in the name of Jesus, we're going to keep believing. We're going to keep trying. We will keep trusting. We will stand firm. God, you have a place for us. God, you have a place and a calling upon our lives. There is a destiny, God. And you're, you will be faithful to complete it. And God, we receive courage, Lord, this morning with a renewed faith. We receive hope and strength and faith in the name of Jesus. May the gift of faith, God, be stirred up within us as we receive your courage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let's spend about 30 seconds, all of us. Let's thank him for that. Let's thank him. Lord, we thank you for courage. Wow. What a wonderful time we've been having here around at Rome Street Church of God. Hope is now. Hope is real. It's that spirit of faith that God has been touching our church with to believe God for the impossible. To expect the unthinkable and unfathomable that God has been doing that in our midst. This service was not typical for our morning services, but I don't want it to be uh, be thought of as never happening here, for it does. For the Lord uses myself and many others to flow in the gifts of the Spirit while they're in operation. I believe, again, that if this North American church of ours could stop and place the focus on the time of God's people encountering God's presence, talking to God, offering up praise and sacrifice, and waiting long enough for God to respond. I believe that ministry would be much easier. Pastoring would become easier. All works of the ministry and the outflow of His anointing and spirit and presence and spirit enablement would increase if we would simply allow the Lord time to be God to his people. Again, we've been experiencing a great time, but we're here on the air, not only for what God is doing locally, but we're here for you. We want to get this message out that God is alive and that hope is still there. It's my prayer tonight that your faith is stirred 
that if God could speak to others and give them what the Bible calls a rhema word, a spoken word, a, a word right now in season. We all have the Logos word, the written word of God, but these rhema words are also important to our faith journey. When God takes time to give an individualized, specific, this is to me and for me kind of word, those are powerful moments. I believe if we're not careful, we can program and almost strategize the potential for those moments from happening in our church services. I believe that it's important that we make time for God and for God to respond to his people as his people respond to him. You know, I've been reading in the book of Isaiah in our prayer time as we have prayer every Tuesday here at our church and it's a day of prayer, but we meet from 10 a.m. to 12 noon every Tuesday to have prayer. And Isaiah, the prophet tells us there in chapter 59, as there's three movements in that chapter where the children of God have once again gone away from God, strayed away from God. They're not keeping his statutes. They're not honoring the law. They're just living as they choose and making a lot of excuses and justifying their sinful ways. But the second movement is the children of the Lord hear God's instructions as he in scripture begins to list and to describe and entail their offenses before God. It even goes so far as the, the prophet says that their sin has placed a barrier between them and the face of God. They respond to that, however, and that ushers in the second movement. They ask for forgiveness and they renew their relationship with God, recognizing that none of us will succeed in this life if God is not our help. We need and desire him to continue to be the author and the finisher of our faith. And the children of Israel there now repent and they come to surrender under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. The third movement is God gives the instructions they surrender the third movement is God pronounces blessings. I'm not sure about you, but I'm confident that you've seen this pattern in your life as well as I've seen in mine. When God draws me near and he works on me and I allow him through surrendering to his Holy Spirit under the working and auspices of his conviction and I surrender to a greater measure of his Lordship in my life, I know that he always pronounces blessings. Windows of blessing and opportunities begin to come my way. I'm blessed, my family is blessed, my children is blessed, my marriage is blessed, my time becomes blessed, my finances and resources become blessed when I'm putting God at first as the, in the seat of my heart. That's what he does for the children of Israel. Chapter 59 of Isaiah ends with this prophetic word that the Lord grants his people. It's recorded as this in verse 21 of chapter 59. It says, and as for me, this is the Lord speaking, and as for me, this is my covenant with you, says the Lord, my spirit that is upon you and my words that I have put in your mouth shall not depart out of your mouth, nor shall it depart out of the mouth of your offspring, nor shall it depart out of the mouth of your children's offspring, says the Lord, 
from this time forth and forevermore. I'm so grateful and I just began to rejoice and be filled with hope and faith that every challenge I face, if I will speak the word of the Lord, if I will speak the truth of God's word, what God says about my situation, I will always be blessed. Sure, we face difficult times. Sure, we face accusations. Sure, we find, we find ourselves fighting the fight of faith. We, we're against adverse circumstance. Folks, God is the God of it all. And when we trust him in difficult times, it's when he teaches us the schooling for ruling and training for reigning so that we know how to handle the times of prosperity and blessing. I want you to be encouraged. There is hope for you. God has not stopped his plans for you. He is proceeding ahead. I want to encourage you to be filled with the spirit of faith and know that hope is available for you. God wants to bless you. God wants to show up. For me and my family, we have five children. I pray that they all be blessed. I want all of my children to have their own personal and unique relationship with God that's very authentic. And it's not as a result or because of their father and their mother choosing to serve the Lord, but it's because they realize that they recognize that they need him as savior. They need him as Lord. They need him as the empowerment for their lives, for wisdom, guidance, direction, protection, provision, health, safety, and to accomplish his plan for their lives. Not only that, I love the scripture because it not only includes my children, but my future grandchildren. The word of the Lord says that my word shall not depart out of their mouth. If you have a son or a daughter that needs prayer, we're gonna pray in just a moment. Now I want you to get ready to speak their name as we come into agreement that the word of the Lord shall come forth in their lives. If you have a grandchild, grandson or granddaughter, that needs God to intervene in their life. I want you to get ready to mention their name before the Lord as you and I are gonna come into agreement and our church is gonna be praying and we're going to see the hand of God move in their life. Almighty God, we thank you for your power. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the Logos, the written word, but we also thank you for your rhema word, the spoken word of the Lord. And God, right now I come into agreement with parents, moms and dads, God, I come into agreement with grandparents and in the name of Jesus, Lord, for these children and for these grandchildren. God, we speak forth blessing. And God, I speak that the spirit of faith would arise in them and they would come back to what they know, that they would come back to righteousness. They would return unto truth. And God, that the hearts of the fathers would be turned to the children. And Lord, and the hearts of the children be turned back to the fathers. And Lord, that we would all be turned to you.